Welcome to the EntreEd Talk podcast, the show by educators for educators, parents, and the community. We're so excited to bring this to you. I'm Toy. And I'm Laura. And we're excited to uplift best practices in entrepreneurship education. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the EntreEd Talk podcast on whatever platform you listen. Welcome back, everyone, to a special episode of the EntreEd Talk podcast. We are here today with our friends, Emily and Ella Breedlove, and we're going to talk a little bit about their project. Emily is the founder for Camp Girl Boss, and she's going to talk about that. And, and Ella is an activist and an artist, and she's going to talk about her business as well. They have a great summer camp coming up here in a couple of weeks, and we really wanted to promote that and let them talk about it. So welcome, ladies. We're so, super excited to have you today. Hi, thank you. Yes, we're happy to be here. So, Emily, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your camp, how it got started, and your path that brought you from where you were to where you are today? Sure. So, Camp Girl Boss, it's a middle school entrepreneurship summer camp. And it started with, I've been working with an organization called the Sequoia Fund, and they are our umbrella nonprofit for the program. I've been working with them for about seven years. They have a, an entrepreneurship curriculum called Real Entrepreneurship. And one of the programs that they have is a middle school summer camp. And so I had been certified and been hosting the middle school camps with them for several, several years. And what we started to see with that was that there, there was an opportunity that was becoming more relevant in, in the country around really being able to focus on supporting girls. And that when we were able to group the girls in just an all-girls setting, we were able to have a different kind of conversation. And so in 2017, 2018, we started really conceptualizing what would this look like if we just did girls? How would we be able to update the curriculum? Uh, would we be able to kind of test of integrating more technology-based activities? So actually teach the girls how to build a website and not just a business plan, uh, as well as look more holistically at what it means to be an entrepreneurial leader as a female. So look at setting healthy boundaries, at, at public speaking, at financial literacy, at being a leader and dealing with conflict resolution and things that as a woman founder or as just a woman really navigating the world and learning how to create a space for yourself, these are things that we all need to really understand how to do. And so we started packaging it in a way that these middle school girls could really connect with uh, within a week-long day camp setting. And so we hosted those camps uh, in 2018 and then in 2019 here in Western North Carolina. And we're really able to, with each year, expand it out and test the new model and get a sense of what the curriculum could look like when it was even bigger and even bigger. And, and it really started to become almost like a phenomenon that is Camp Girl Boss. And so this year, we were already getting ready to take it national. Of uh, We were hosting 100 camps all across the country in 100 communities. And then when the COVID-19 pandemic kind of showed up on our doorstep, we were in a really unique position where we could quickly pivot to doing a virtual camp. And so we were already building a train-the-trainer component in, in supporting all of the adults who hosted the camp. So we already had this online learning management system that we were able to really easily roll all of the camp material into a virtual camp. And now we have the, the capacity to serve 100,000 girls all over the country in this online model, which is just mind blowing. You know, initially hosting a hundred camps, 
um, would have been 1500 girls and that was big enough. But um, so now it, it is this online camp experience that we're now making available across the country that it starts in June. So it's, it's been a roller coaster for sure, but a really exciting one. I'm just amazed, you know, Emily, um, first of all, yeah, those numbers are daunting. Right. But thinking about what you guys have created reminds me of the whole girl power movement that Hillary Clinton started years ago. Mm-hmm. That very unfortunately talks about with researching girls that they start losing their desire to speak up, yeah. their ability to find their voice as early as second, third grade. So by middle school, they're unless they have had you know strong parents or strong mentors that they kind of um, feel squelched maybe by the guys. Mm-hmm. And I think it's wonderful you guys have found a way to separate out the girls because there, I think there are unique issues to young women that yeah. can only be addressed in that kind of audience. Well, and that's what we saw even in the co-ed camps was that the girls often had the answer, but they wouldn't raise their hand mm-hmm. and they would shrink themselves to the level of which the boys thought was enough. And so there wasn't as much enthusiasm, there wasn't as much innovation and that the girls would tend to even very brilliant girls who would, who would on their own that they were trying to start really impressive, complicated businesses, they drop it down to the level of the 11 year old boy in the room. Mm-hmm. And so it was when we saw that if we removed that variable that the girls gave themselves permission to think bigger, to be smarter and to speak up faster. And that, especially at this age, is such a pivotal moment for girls because they start recognizing the power of their ideas and the power of their voice and they stop second guessing themselves. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen that even just in this setting, we're able to really validate for them and surround them and other women that are also, you know, big believers in themselves and their ideas. Mm -hmm. I think that's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And speaking of young women and ideas, hi, Ella, Could, could you talk a little bit about the camp and then what you have built as a result of it? Well, I have started to work on my business and I've learned a lot about how to do it with the camp. So what is what is your business? My business is using all of my artwork and many more things that I'll do as putting it on my merchandise and my products, using it to help protect animal habitats. What do you do with, with animal habitats? What kind of things do you do? What's, what's the name of your business, first of all? Well, the name of my business is Artemis Creations. Nice. I'm sure you had some ideas coming into this camp when you guys, you're helping your mommy, other adults said, develop it of what you wanted to, to learn. But tell us, what did you learn? You know, what, what should girls expect from this experience? Well, I learned a lot about how to write a pitch and how to build my business and make it so people will buy my products. Cool. And how to really make the difference. Cool. Did it help having other peers, girls such as yourselves to know that there's others out there doing what you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. Did knowing that there are others that can help me with my business and help me succeed in it. I, like you, have a, I have a daughter who's an artist, and um, she found her voice, I'd say, truly in middle school. So I love that you guys are targeting the middle school young woman. 
That's so amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to be able to find that, Ella, at, at, your, at such a young age is just incredible because especially for, for young women, like your mom was saying that, you know, it gets intimidating sometimes when you're in this huge population with boys and girls and everything. And, and to be able to, to have that voice and to stand on your own is really, really, really important. It's what we try to do all the time with kids. And so I'm so, I'm so impressed with what you're doing. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit, um, Emily or Ella, about the week and how it will run if, if folks do get to do the camp? Well, I think that a lot of the people who will do it will definitely have a lot of fun because my mom worked really hard on the papers for it, trying to make them look awesome and great and fun to learn about. And it definitely was really fun to learn about visiting all the people. Nice. Looks amazing. So you, did you do all, you're kind of the, um, you're kind of the tour guide, if you will, right? Yes. For, for the entire, uh, that's, which is <laughs> so cool. It's so, so much cooler for someone, young woman to be the tour guide than a, you know, grumpy adult. It's so, <laughs> that's awesome. You're like the ultimate camp counselor, which I think is really cool. But that Because peers are learning from peers. The other girls will learn from you and, and they'll be less intimidated, I think, by seeing your, you know, you out there already doing stuff and being so successful with it, with your own business, they'll, they'll have a lot of like, wow, I can do this too moments. Um, so great. So I wonder, Emily, if you could tell us a little bit about how, how a girl somewhere might get involved if they want to, if she wants to participate in your camp and, you know, what are the, what are the steps that happen and what, what are the sort of the process of what they'll go through during the week? So girls who are interested in joining the camp, we've really worked hard to make sure that we removed a lot of the barriers that they had in order to make this possible. So the camp, you are able to participate on, on your laptop, on your tablet, on your phone. So it's all video courses that the girls are able to engage within. And we have, so while it's open to 100,000 girls across the country, um, first of all, we made it very affordable. So you have access for nine weeks for only $99. Um, so it gives the full, all the, the activities, the live streaming, the forum and all the training um, for only 99 bucks. But we've also made it so that uh, 50,000 of those 100,000 are on full scholarship. And so um, from day one, we've really believed that if a girl is of age and she can be there and she wants to be there, we want to make sure that she can be there. And so we've been actively fundraising. Um, and that's always been half the camp has always been on scholarship. Um, so upon registering, uh, camp starts June 1st. Uh, you're able to go on and, and pick the week that you do want to start. And um, once you do register, we then send the parents all of the information of getting into the system. We also then put in the mail the, the playbook, which is the printed booklet. It's about 110 pages, all the activities, all the, um, all the templates, the business plan, the empire map, which is our business plan for the girls. All the activities are in that playbook. And so once the parents sign up, we then mail the girl her packet. And so we set it so that um, about 10 days before camp starts, we shut down registration. So we're able to then collect all the names and, and send out all the books. And so having that printed book 
we found that tactile piece where the girls can really draw out their logo and map out their business plan and take notes. So we have a lot of journaling activities and um, they storyboard, they, they go through the, the heroine's journey and they actually create their own heroine and they talk about kind of the nine steps of the hero's journey, right? And so that's a huge element of this. We wanted to make sure that these girls still had the printed book and that the rest of the journey was online. And so then upon starting, once camp starts, we then let them into the system. So we have a full learning management system where we have our 40 videos. We have a live forum with the girls. Um, we also have a live forum for the parents because we recognize that the parents are also needing to know how to do some of these things um, because the girls during the camp, they take a headshot. And so ideally it would be, you know, a sibling or a parent who uses a smartphone to take their photo and then uploads it into the system. And then also each week we'll have live streaming opportunities. So our team will be, will go live um, multiple, multiple times throughout the week to do Q and A, as well as um, conduct live interviews with actual girl bosses and with trainers. And we've actually got a couple of celebrity girl bosses that are gonna be joining us throughout the summer. So we're trying to make this as engaging as possible, that these girls, a lot of them are stuck at home. Um, and so our, our, big, our big motto this year is just because she's stuck at home doesn't mean she has to stop dreaming big. And so, you know, from their living room now, they can, they can still, you know, do these fun activities and, and keep discovering elements of themselves. That's awesome. You know, Emily, um, I read a lot about online and entrepreneurship, the ability to tell a story. And it is so important for young women, budding women, to know how to tell their story. And you mm -hmm. mentioned the hero aspect. And, you know, I think that's important even for people at, you know, with Toy and I still, you know, you're discovering your own story and what is your message and how do you want to frame who you are to others? And I think yeah. that having the ability to, just the time to think through that while you have parents and mentors allowing you to do that is just an amazing skill that these young girls, young women will be able to have. Not all women can tell their story and they're scared and they're embarrassed to tell their story. And I think that's huge. Well, and so this year we really made, um, because the foundation is on this real entrepreneurship curriculum, right? It's, as we all know, with, with the entrepreneurial curriculum and even just the typical camp is focused so much around the business plan conceptualizing the idea, defining your market, uh, coming up with your break-even, building a sales strategy, identifying risk, right? It's, it's very structured. And so what we did with this year was we really made it girl boss of that our business plan is now the empire map. And on the empire map, we created the leadership compass and that the girls are really able to get grounded in, you know, what is my creative magic, which is their, their passion, their purpose, right? What are their core values? What are their main skills and natural talents? Um, and they get rooted in kind of their own hero's journey of really understanding that business is a tool to change the world. It's also a tool to create the kind of prosperity that you want to have for your life. And especially for young girls being able to look at, you know, for the most part, they see influencers right now, right? They see these people who are out in the world that have millions of followers um, and they look at that, and when they think about doing big things, they think of those people, they think of those influencers. And so really helping to get them to see, you know, the levels where there's entrepreneurship, there's being a thought leader, there's being an influencer, there's social entrepreneurship, just like with Ella, that they can create a business that has impact uh, and not just profit. 
those are the things that these girls have shown over these years of what they really want to talk about. They don't want to talk about a brick and mortar. They want to talk about a legacy, right? They want to talk about saving lives and that we get to show them that still through these tools, still digital marketing, who is your market? What is your break even? Those tools can actually be everything that they need in order to do that work. And so that was what was the real challenge for us is how do we frame this in a way that a 12-year-old gets excited about talking about, right? Because most of entrepreneurship, they're not excited about that. And so we really had to drop it down into, onto their level and look at, at the things that they care about and reframe the entire curriculum. And it's totally refreshed the way that we look at real entrepreneurship now. Love that so much. Laura and I, when we're in schools, you know, when we started do, working with, with youth entrepreneurship, you know, we thought, at least I thought that, you know, I'm going to be, kids are going to tell me that they want to sell, you know, socks or something to make, to make money. And, but that's not what we hear. We don't Mm-mm. hear them at all. We hear those big ideas, those big, like world changing ideas, the social entrepreneurship yeah. and the activism. And it's so heartwarming to meet kids that want to change the world. And, and it's just standardized. So the first year we hosted the camp, we didn't have anything in the camp at all about social entrepreneurship, about impact, right? And almost every single girl that year, we have 50 girls with our, we hosted one big camp at UNC Asheville. Almost every single girl showed up with a give back strategy that they wanted to have some element where they were donating 10% of their profits to the local domestic violence shelter, or that their whole business was focused on, you know, protecting the oceans. And it, that wasn't something that we even taught in the beginning because we didn't realize that that was just their like underlining narrative. That was who they are as a generation. And it took really getting a sense of what their currency was. Um, and then we had to meet them there because that was how, that was the only way that they would operate. That was the only way that they would fight this fight is if they figured out what they were fighting for and they worked that into a business. You know, Toy mentioned the word trajectory and you have managed to, in this awful COVID time, change your trajectory as well mm-hmm. as how the girls approach something. And, and one thing you've said, and you've said a lot of things that strike me, but I love that you talk about influencers because like kids, at least watching my kids grow up, they look at celebrities and they think that's the person I want yeah. to be. And influencers is so much broader. It could be a celebrity, but it could be just someone in your community who they see making a difference and they emulate and they find, I'm really big on mentors and finding mm-hmm. those mentors. How do you, Emily, um, what do you tell the parents to help them engage with their girls as they're doing this camp, you know? So we, with this new model, you know, we recognize that we no longer could train the adult in the room, (laughs) which is much harder because at the other camp, you know, we were spending three months working with the adults that were running the camp, right? We did train the trainers. We taught them about the curriculum. We taught them about how to ask leading good questions and how to really support the girls. And like what, because there's some, I mean, like when we talk about boundaries, we have to be ready that girls who have had a, had traumatic experiences that that could be triggering, right? And so we have a whole training for the adults around how to support girls if that comes up, right? We can't do that for the parents. <laughs> and so what we have done is we've tried to make sure that we have a parent's guide 
that goes out. Um, we also have a parents forum that we have emails that go to the parents that kind of talk about these are the digital tools that we're working with. Over the camp, we expose the girls to Instagram. This is the how to protect your daughters on Instagram file that so there is a great PDF that Instagram puts out of minors on Instagram and what that looks like. And so we we really take responsibility for if we're encouraging the girls to learn about these things, we also need to provide the parents with what information is helpful for them to support the girls, but also protect the girls because these are still minors. Um, and so we've had to really look at, um, we put in a lot of kind of protection elements and information to protect these girls, you know, 10 to 13 of exposing them to these things and what what we really need to specify when we talk about these digital tools and at what point these girls are ready to do those things. No point do we say you should go create an Instagram account, to be clear. Um, but it's it's also just really informing both the girls and the parents around, you know, what it means for these girls to be online and to share their ideas and to promote themselves. Um, they all idolize these influencers these people who are 16, 17, 25, whatever it is, that they become widely known for sometimes really ridiculous things. <laughs> like some of the influencers that my kids see, I'm just like, they do what? But that's just this generation. And so we're having to really explain. So we have a whole section where we talk about the difference between an entrepreneur, a thought leader, and an influencer, and the levels of opportunity that come under each of them, um, and how you really position yourself so that, you know, if you do want to have big change, that you need, you need the resources and you need the momentum in order to do that. And so helping them kind of understand in their own language what it means to become that person um, and how they can build what it is that they want most out of their life, seeing all of these options. That's just, I mean, this sounds so exciting. I want to be 12 and go to your camp. <laughs> I can't tell you how many women are like, where's woman boss? I know. You didn't come up with the lady boss camp. That's harder. There's a whole nother uh, market for this. <laughs> but you know, that's really what's made this the camp girl boss phenomenon is that, you know, you say camp girl boss and suddenly everybody's like, whoa, what? Because yeah. it's just, it's one of those universal yes. Like who doesn't want to empower 12 year old girls, right? And who doesn't also want to teach them how to make really good choices to have a better life for themselves and their families. I mean, this is kind of like a no brainer, but it's also a ton of responsibility. So our team really takes everything that we build seriously, um, especially since now sharing this with 100,000 girls across the country has a significant impact on the entire generation. And so we're recognizing that this is a major thing. Um, and we could change the way they see themselves for the rest of their lives. And so it's not just a typical throw this out and see how it goes. This is un unbelievably incredible. I just, I can't, I can't even wrap my brain around a hundred thousand campers. It, it just, it's so cool, mm -hmm. but so, it's like, mm -hmm. that's so amazing. And the we've had to break it up by state. Mm -hmm. So we, yeah. yeah, just getting a sense of, cause there's a thousand scholarship codes per state. Um, and so we know that we're, we're trying to at least have a thousand girls per state and that then the, the states where there's more traction will then fill in the rest of the 50,000. Um, but at this point, it's, you know, our communication and outreach strategy for this is the largest I've ever had to manage between partners and influencers and organizations and moms. Um, there's so many different levels of people who want to support this. 
it's not ever a question of whether they would. Everybody says yes to Camp Girl Boss. It's what's the most appropriate ask, right? And, and how we show up in the way that we need to so that then we're ready for camp. Um, it's a juggling act for sure. We're honored, Emily. Um, you know, you guys reached out and, and we're so very honored to be able to you know, talk to people about it and get to know you because as a, a mom of a daughter, yes, I'm all for this. I would be all for it without a daughter uh, having an equally wonderful son. But I, you know, I do hope that you guys have all the support and more that you need. Tell us, so getting them up and going, we got a short time frame. How do the girls and parents engage immediately to get signed up? So they can sign up now. They go to the website, campgirlboss.com. If you go to sign up, you're able to pick the week that you start. So we're hosting camps. We roll in the new group of campers every Monday. And so we're able to um, kind of make sure that we don't overcommit the camp. So we'll, I think our, our max is that we do 10,000 girls per Monday that will welcome into the system. And so once you sign up, it automatically, uh, you start receiving emails from our team with all of the registration information. Um, and we will cut off. So you'll want to be able to sign up at least two weeks ahead of the week um, that you want to commit to because we do have to drop her booklet and all of her great material, all of her swag in the mail. And so those who uh, want to sign up and, and pay, it's $99 for the nine-week program. Um, or you can use a scholarship code, which, uh, like I said, there are 1,000 codes per state. Um, so there's 50,000 scholarships all together. And you would use your state abbreviation plus 1,000. So for us, it would be NC1000. And so just use the codes, share it with your friends, anyone that you know that has a young girl. Um, we really want to make sure that if she wants to be there, she can. We'd love to have her. That's awesome. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So then the last piece, which I always forget to mention, is that now we're raising 50,000 scholarships. <laughs> so if anyone would like to sponsor a girl, um, you are able to donate to the page. So it, we are a 501c3, so it's a tax deductible donation. And so we will be fundraising. We usually get a ton of businesses, local businesses that sponsor girls. Um, we're also working with a couple of larger um, corporations that are wanting to, to sponsor in a, in a big way. Um, but we are actively raising the funds. So if that's something that even if you don't have a girl in your life, but you want to make sure that, that you can make that available, um, you can go to the website as well. Nice. Amazing. I will. Everybody Thank go and, and check out the website at campgirlboss.com. It's so, the video there is really, really, really great. And it explains explains what the camp is about and, and gives you some good information. And, and I you get to see my Ella. And yes, <laughs> proud mama moment for sure. She's, she's adorable and a little bit intimidating. <laughs> not, right? not, not to 12 year old girls, but I'm like, wow, she's got it all together. And I'm, yeah, she's, she's got this whole Billie Eilish thing going on. She's dying from, I've been trying to get Billie Eilish. Billie, if you're listening, <laughs> come join us. We'll do an interview. My daughter's dying to hear, hear from you. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, I just really, Emily and, and Ella, appreciate both of you for being here and talking about your camp. And we will definitely want to push this out as quickly as possible. This was, Thank you. For our, for our uh, listening audience, this was a very special impromptu podcast. So we just really wanted to highlight the great work that Emily's doing and everything that Camp Girl Boss is. So please check it out and we'll make sure we post it in the notes, all of the information that anyone needs to get involved. So we really well, I just, I really appreciate the work that you guys do, uh, getting entrepreneurship education out to, to youth and into the schools and across the country is so incredibly important. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank, thank you, you so very much. 
Awesome. Well, thanks, Emily. And thanks, Ella. And we look forward to learning more about the camp in the future. Yeah. And how it goes. Yeah, thank you.